Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, this is Marcy. And this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentoring Moment, I wanted to share with you the Mentor Me Mastermind syllabus. The Mentor Me Mastermind is a 10-week executive coaching program for mid and senior level professional women. This is the most comprehensive career development program for women in corporate, nonprofit, and educational leadership, and it will help you position you for the highest levels of leadership in your career. The Mentor Me Mastermind is a curriculum-based program that's very well research-based and is includes modules and lessons um, f- that outline the most pressing issues um, facing your career and how to address them in the program. Um, so I'm really excited to um, outline the Mentor Me Mastermind syllabus with School and Life podcast listeners and to just share a fr- the framework for the program with you. So the Mentor Me Mastermind um, is like a 10-week program. Uh, we meet weekly live every week for 10 weeks and really go through um, the lessons um, that you need to know to advance to the highest levels of leadership, whether that is um, a principal in school leadership or associate or assistant vice president or a COO or a director, senior director, or managing director level position. The curriculum goes through um, the things that you need to know to get to that level of leadership. And we start the program off in orientation with high level leader mindset. Uh, This orientation really focuses on actively working to develop strategies to move through fear, imposter syndrome, and the lies you've been told or the ones you've been telling yourself um, and how how we will begin to address those to advance your career. That's what we cover in orientation. So even before you start the program, you have a clear understanding of how the program, how to move successfully through the program and through your career. Next up is the foundational principles of leadership. This is session one and two. We're going to talk about strengthening your strengths, weakening your weaknesses, and identifying, defining, and aligning your career values and identifying your career area of impact. It's important that we have a clear understanding of what you're good at, what you're not good at, and how to use that knowledge to position yourself as an expert in your industry. We're also going to, of course, talk about like your values, what you care about, what makes you tick and how to leverage strengths, weaknesses, and values to identify your career area of impact or the career pathways uh, that where you'll make the most money and have the most impact in your career. The next segment is called ethical and justice-centered leadership. So here we're gonna talk about centering equity and justice in our work, leading from where you are and supervision success. We're gonna talk about what it means to be a leader, why leadership um, includes equity and justice, how to lead across differences and how to supervise and manage people um, and throughout your level of leadership um, and how to build a team um, and how to build them um, up to help them be successful in their own careers as well. The next segment of the Mentor Me Mastermind is situational and social awareness. So I teach my mentees about things like navigating office politics or the challenges of, um, you know, working and and being supervised um, by uh, people who look like us and people who don't. And so... I specifically talk about um, situational and social awareness and the things that you need to know, the things that you need to avoid, and the things that you need to navigate in the world of work. 
Next up is high level competency strategy. So there are some critical strategies and competencies that professional women need to know at the next level of leadership, using data to tell stories, optimizing programs and services and project management are critical skills that professional women need and that employers expect at the mid and senior level. Um, and so the Mentor Me Mastermind will teach you those high level competencies um, so that you can know how to advance your career at the next level and the strategies you'll need to do so. And then finally, we end with futuristic thinking career development roadmap. Um, that session, you'll get a physical copy of a, a planner and a career roadmap um, that we'll write in to plan out the next 90 days, the next six months, and the next year in your career. And then I'll teach you how to position yourself as a public expert um, and making sure that you really understand how to stand out um, in your workplace, but also in the industry as the expert that you are. So that is the Mentor Me Mastermind program. 10 weeks, 12 lessons, um, taught live, office hours, career labs, and more. If you think you are a good fit for the Mentor Me Mastermind, I encourage you to apply today. You can apply right on my website at mentor-me.org backslash mastermind. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org backslash mastermind. You'll schedule, um, a, fill out an application and schedule a 20-minute phone call with me. That'll help me understand the most pressing issues facing your career and how I can best support you through the mastermind. Apply today. We start this month. Next up is I Digress. And this week we are talking about our YouTube. Um, Marcy and I both have YouTube channels that we've leveraged to grow our businesses and our brand. And we're also big fans of YouTube in general. We love learning how to do things, how to use things and how to level up in life and love and work. And so we're going to talk about YouTube as a platform um, and just talk about how we're leveraging it in our lives and careers. So I know for me, Marcy, like, honestly, if you were to ask me in um, 2019, how often I use YouTube, I would say never. Like I was not one of those people who was like learning how to make bombs or natural hair care tutorials on YouTube. Um, that was not my jam. But over the last year in 2020, I really did start to use YouTube in a much more intentional way. Um, and I really like using YouTube as a platform to um, learn things and to um like watch pretty things. And I'll talk to you about some of my favorite genres here in a moment. But um, I'm interested to know, like, in general, how often, um, how do you most often use YouTube? I think that I generally most often use it as a consumer to do like, um, relaxation music, like YouTube has some three hour long free meditation music, which I think is really amazing. And they have some really cool sounds. They also um, honestly have like free yoga classes. So when I was just wanting something to do at home, um, particularly like when I was before training and going through training, we had to just start doing like classes a couple of times a week. It was a little bit easier for me to just access some things on YouTube. So I have a couple of people who I really um, enjoy in the YouTube space. What are some other reasons? Also like how to things. So I am more of a, I love reading, but when I need to figure out how to do something like you, I need to see it and I need to see it quickly. Like I don't want to hear 30 minutes of your life story and then only five minutes of <laughs> what I asked you to do. So I remember when I was like transitioning um, and learning about different hair products, I spent a lot of time looking at natural hair videos on YouTube. Um, 
Yeah, I would say that that's probably what I generally use it the most for. And I think that those are kind of the categories I would say that they're my favorite genres. So of course, like anything, yoga, meditation, wellness, I really enjoy how to um, do it yourself videos. Like I taught myself how to knit and crochet. Well, my mother-in-law taught me how to crochet, but I taught myself how to knit off of YouTube videos and any different stitches that I need to do. So um, DIY kinds of things are really exciting and fun to me. Anything that kind of teaches or where I can learn something, I think it's really cool. Um, and also, like, I don't use them as much to actually do anything with. But I also like cooking YouTube videos. So the things that are going to show you how to make different recipes and what it, you actually get to see what's happening as opposed to the little one minute um, tasty videos where you have to try to pause it in the middle. I like the longer extended time versions of videos. So what are some of your favorite genres of video on YouTube? I love spend a day with me videos. Um, I There's a couple um, influencers that I like. Um, and when they do like spend a day with me, I like that. Like I like to see the hustle and bustle of other people's like life and kind of how, what they do and where they go and how they spend it. I think that's interesting. Um, but my favorite genre is house tours, empty house tours, full house tours, like seeing all the, it's like MTV cribs, but way more personal and people that I actually care about, not just like celebrities. Um, so that is so cool. I love a good house tour and I love like remodel or like eat, like simple fixes, like DIY. Like now I'm not going to DIY it, but if I can see how you DIY it, I can hire somebody to, you know, do similar DIY. Um, so I love those. Those are some of my favorite genres. I have over the past year learned more about how to YouTube. So that's that was never my like again, not my thing. Like if I need to not do something, I'll just hire somebody to tell or like they'll let hire them to do it. Um <laughs> I'm just not I just do not I like to stay in my lane, I guess, but um I am learning the value of like having how learn how to do something yourself. And so a quick how-to on something that like you know, you need to place your key fob battery I'm like I have no idea where the key is like or where the battery is like you know you can simply YouTube and it's like oh you have to press this button and do this and shake it twice and pray and then it opens like oh okay um so like a quick tutorial is often very helpful um and I'm so proud to share that I launched a Ashley Ashire YouTube um in the middle of um 2020 and I'm really proud of that um I use Instagram uh, mostly for my business, um, hadn't been using a lot of Twitter and hadn't really dived into YouTube at all, but I did uh, finally like start a YouTube channel um, at the end of um, 2020 and I'm so proud of it. Um, I just shared some of my career development strategies on there, um, you know, I was on a couple podcasts and um, I was able to like one of the podcasts I was on um, was like YouTube recorded. And so that was cool. Um, and um, I just really like to be able to share my myself on YouTube. I did a couple of spend a day with me because like I said, I like like that genre um, and then just strategies for different career development tips. So like how to answer any interview question flawlessly is on there. Um, I did five career myths and that one's been really popular. Um, and then I also did um, one that's kind of like behind the scenes of the accelerator program. So for folks who like just want to learn more about like how I teach, how I train, how I coach, how I 
mentor women, women. Like if you want to know what that looks like, I did a behind the scenes uh, for that as well. And that has been really popular as well. So I'm excited. Um, I took a break in December. Um, for using YouTube um, in November and December, but I plan to get back to it um, in January and do some more videos. I think it's a great way to like engage with my audience as well. So what about you, Marcy? Like, how are you leveraging YouTube um, to grow your practice or business or connect with your audience? Yeah, so when I first started the YouTube channel, I really wanted to be intentional about providing free access to mental health information. Um, because I know that as a clinician, I can't see everyone. Um, I can't be everyone's therapist and like, it's just not possible. And so I thought that a YouTube channel would be a really great way to kind of have these sessions where we focus in on really specific things related to self-care, related to self-love and mental health. And so it's just a cool way to me to engage with people in a different way. I prefer video platforms. I don't know why, but I like videos. I like to, I, <laughs> when I'm editing my videos, I'm always like smiling at myself as I'm watching. And so I'm hoping that <laughs> I, I haven't really figured out like what the smile is. I was talking to my husband about it last night of like, why do you think I'm smiling when I'm watching these? So I'm hoping that it means that I feel good watching them. And I hope that other people, when they're watching them, they feel good as well. Um, but it's just been a really cool way to be able to introduce some things. And now I'm going to be introducing more like yoga things into to the videos and so that's a little easier to do on film as well so I really enjoy some of the opportunities that it allows for you to bring and this year so the YouTube channel was started in 2018 I have about 30 as of a couple weeks ago I have about 38 videos on there um, and so I'm hoping my commitment is to go ahead and do weekly videos like I intended to when I first started out for 2021 and increase the engagement, increase the reach so that people who maybe have hesitancies about going to therapy can just see what it's like to talk to a therapist. I mean, obviously it's not the same thing, but they can have a little bit of an insight into what it is, who I am as a therapist, what a therapist could potentially look like if they are on the fence about it or if they just want inf more information about advocating for their mental health or taking care of themselves um, in all of these areas of well-being, they can benefit from that. What about you, Ashley? Like, what is your audience or what can your audience expect from you on YouTube this year? Yeah, I think it's the consistency on YouTube that makes it most effective. So I'm going to work with my video editor to be really intentional about like video strategy this year. And then um, for me, like I don't edit my own videos. So it's like a monetary or budgetary decision to think about like how much money I want to invest in growing my YouTube. And then, you know, how many videos I need to put out on a regular basis to do that. Um, I really love IGTV as a platform um, because, you know, it doesn't require for at least for me it doesn't require as much editing but one of the things that i think is a challenge is that accessibility piece right and just making sure your video is accessible that you have captions things like that and what's great about youtube is that it does provide that to, to your audience where instagram tv doesn't so i'm definitely um you know just wanting to build a business that's equitable that is accessible and so i think youtube does allow that um and so more consistent videos um and I think while I enjoy like day in the life with me or spend a day with me, I think my audience probably wants to know more about like career development strategy and, um, you know, more about my programs 
the ways to work with me and, and that kind of stuff. So you'll probably see the content shift specifically in that way too. And then I hope that there's an opportunity for me to be able to be in person with folks again this year. Uh, so being able to like film some of those in-person sessions, like get it'd be more behind the scenes and coaching and teaching and training, I think will be cool. I don't think it's as interesting to have a, to be watching a video of somebody else teaching somebody on video, but if you can see that interaction happening in person and things like that, I think that that could be really interesting. Um, so if we're able to get back in person, I'd love to do some like in-person video videography, um, of my program. So that's what you can expect from me, um, this year. Um, and I'm excited, Marcy, that you are going to be showing up consistently on there too, because I think our audience, you know, the podcast platform, right, they get to hear our voices, they know us very well through that, but they don't know us right in the in the same way, uh, you know, to see our faces as much. Um, so I'm excited to be able to like, you know, come from behind our voices, the podcast mic, I guess, uh, and do that um, with them in person or in, in through video, excuse me, and we digress. So next up is All Black Everything. Marcy, what do you have for us this week? So actually, we're going to do a little pivot just because we're going to talk about All Black Everything and TVT together. So we're going to start with, we're already switching up the calendar and the schedule for y'all classes today. Um, but we're going to do just a little quick selfish tip of the week. So this will be our first one for 2021. And it is going to be related to discipline. So if you head over to the YouTube channel, you can see the full um, video. But two weeks ago, I discussed having a vision on the channel and making it plain. And one of the things that I think gets in the way of us accomplishing our goals and working towards our vision is that we lack the discipline needed to reach our goals or we don't really have the motivation to see it through. So obviously, if you have depression, anxiety or any other mental health concerns that contribute to the lack of energy or motivation, definitely reach out to um, a licensed professional to get support around that. But a lot of times or even in addition to these things can be addressed by changing our life styles and implementing practical tools into our daily lives. So one tip about being more disciplined is trying to remove or limit your distractions. And we've talked about this on the show before. Um, but if you know that instead of taking the steps towards your goals, you spend time on social media, or you're reading a book for leisure that has nothing to do related to your goals, you're having an alcoholic beverage, you're going to sleep, um, it's time to be intentional about committing yourself to your action steps. So schedule in the time to complete your action steps, and then your distractions can be your reward. So if you set aside an hour to work on your goal, scrolling through social media for 15 to 30 minutes can be your reward. Or you may find that you don't need the distractions anymore because you're so invested and so focused on working towards your goals. And your goals don't have to be like, anything intense, your goal could be that I have more time to rest. So that's totally fine. But you want to be intentional about um, identifying those, setting aside the time and getting the distractions out of your way so that you can reach those goals you have set for yourself. So make sure you head over to The Art of Being Selfish on YouTube, subscribe and learn more about being disciplined. Thanks, Marcy. You're welcome. So now we are going to move into All Black Everything slash TVT. And I don't think that I actually talked about this on the show last year um, because I was so disappointed in it. But I know that we usually celebrate lots of things on this show, but I also think it's important to critique things. Um, so we're going to talk about Antebellum. It is a film that came out last year in 2020, and one of the feature characters was Janelle Monet. And so I was really excited about seeing this movie. Um, I love a good scary movie, and so I assumed that it was something along that those lines. I knew it was a little bit about um, slavery 
and like being in the confederate time period it was in it was on a louisiana plantation from the preview though i thought that it was like they kind of were traveling back in time or something and just being i don't know i thought it was something completely different but within the first five minutes of the show, I realized that it was something that I was not going to be able to watch. Um, essentially, they're on a plantation. They're already getting beat. There's this Black woman who gets like a noose around her neck from running and is dragged back to the plantation on the ground by a horse with a noose around her neck. And I just, it is 2020, right? Like, it's 2021 now, but with, at the time that this movie was made, it was released in 2020, and we're tired of these same stories being told. Like, I'm tired of there being a lack of creativity. I'm tired of you all taking, like, people and artists that are super talented and siloing them into these roles of slaves, into these roles of being abused. I'm tired of seeing Black bodies on film just being abused and being like degraded and violently mistreated on television. So I just felt very disappointed. Like I wanted, I gave it a chance because I really thought that there was going to be some more thought to it. I was thinking about Get Out. I was thinking about the ways that we have been so much more creative in the horror genre for Black folks. And then I saw this and I was like, I can't even get through the first 15 minutes of this show because there's no plot. Like there's no, the only thing that I know is that these people get dragged here. They can't talk to one another because of course, if you talk to one another, then you're going to get a way out. And so they try to limit you all from talking to one another. But then like, in the first five minutes, somebody's trying to escape and then they get the black man gets shot and killed and this black woman is being dragged down this um, rock road back to the plantation. I don't understand it. I don't know why. It sucks because I love Janelle Monet, and I'm sure that like she would kill any role that she gets put in. But when you're put in this kind of role, you can only, you can only step up to the level that they have designed for you. So unfortunately, I'm going to go on a limb and say, mm, absolutely not. <laughs> like, don't, don't see Antebellum. And I was reading this article just about like how tired we are of things like this. And I talk about these different shows like Get Out and Us and Lovecraft Country and just the ways that like those things address, those shows address the same exact topic. Like it addresses oppression, it addresses like racism, it addresses, and maybe not slavery in the actual sense of showing slavery, but it talks about the ramifications of slavery on Black bodies without showing the brutality of slavery like without it's kind of like what you were saying earlier around these tv shows that are maybe last week these tv shows that continue to show um like black people being murdered right like that's the thing that we keep seeing on tv we want to see something else like we want to see something different so <sighs> I just really hope that I know that we talked about bad hair on here and I haven't had a chance to watch that. So I'm hoping to like re-wet my palate by watching that. And then when Candyman comes out, like I'm really hoping that that is done better. But I just felt so disappointed by Antebellum. And so I felt like I needed to come on here and say that.
Have you heard of it, Ashley? Have, I know you probably haven't seen it, but <laughs> no, there's no way that I would ever watch anything that like that because it's the the genre is horror. But no, I haven't seen it, and I'm disappointed that um, that Janelle Monae is involved in a film that doesn't center us in the way that like showcases our brilliance, right? Like. So that is disappointing to hear. Um, and yeah, the fact that there's no plot, like, so is, is the point for us to just watch ourselves be enslaved and sad? Is that the point of this? Like, I don't like, who wants to see that? That's ridiculous. So yeah, that's disappointing. Um, and I'm glad that you basically put uh, School and Life listeners on notice. If you're a horror fan, this is not the one. We have a, hopefully a couple others coming out this year. And so we'll get into those. Agreed. <laughs> well that wraps up this week's episode of school on life thank you so much for listening to the show as a reminder i am accepting new mentees so if the mentor me mastermind syllabus that i talked about at the top of the show enticed you you can schedule your mentor moment at mentor-me.org that's the best way to work with me as a mentor and we look forward to talking with you next week school's out class dismissed